Hey everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. Uh, my name is Aid, and this is show number 291. We're creeping up on 300 there uh, sometime later this year, I guess. Um, it is hot, hot, hot here in the UK this week. So um, if you picture Graham in a reasonable state of disarray and undress, you know, you're probably not far off. Um, so with that mental image, um, let's say hello to somebody else. Great, how are you? <laughs> what a lovely intro. Thank you, Aid. <laughs> I'm so pleased to be included in that sentence. Um, uh, yeah, um, I was going to say I'm great, but I, I'm clearly not, as you can probably hear. I'm very sorry for my terribly cro- croaky voice. Um, I have been... Um, uh, coughing away which is lovely I've been doing all the tests and everything it's all coming back clear but unfortunately um I'm still <clears throat> suffering with uh, loss of voice and um a bit of a cough at the moment so um you know as as is always the uh, the the case uh, end up getting a little bit run down because lots of lots of projects on and things so mostly I'm going to be on mute today I am here uh, and it's lovely to see um uh, see everybody's faces in the room but um and I will be here and we can have a chat maybe somebody can translate from the uh, text chat um uh with updates and things i will i will type into there <laughs> probably for the best sure. well i i'm glad you're here and thank you for making the effort even though you're ill it, it does seem these days a bit retro to have a cold doesn't it um i know that i i'm coming down with the cold at the moment i don't know if my voice sounds too croaky yet but on the inside it does uh and uh yeah it's like oh old school i've got a cold right i've not got covid but i have got a cold Anyway, um, I think, uh, well, let's let's say hello to Claire next, actually. Claire, I don't think you've got a cold, have you? You look very glamorous this evening. I look what, sorry? You look glamorous this evening. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm good. Good to be here. Um, Getting ready, I didn't realise it's only three weeks till um, I'm off to Arles. Oh, wow, okay. For the um, for the festival and for the instant art exhibition, so thinking about that really and preparing for that, and also because I want to shoot a new work when I'm out there, so I'm sort of like thinking about what I'm going to do and create and organising all that really. So yeah, good. Sounds pretty busy, but yeah, um, yeah. No, I hadn't yeah. realised that our thing was quite so soon. That sounds yeah, exciting. time time's rocketing away, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is oh well, okay well uh we'll hear more about that i suspect later on um over yeah. to graham graham how are you yeah i'm great i'm feeling pretty good uh mostly just by dint of the fact that i haven't had a terrible day and that beats up most of the people in this call so i think i'm doing very well although claire <laughs> it is your mum's birthday so you might just win on that one but yeah <laughs> i'm all good thank you yeah bit warm but you know it's fine it's fine it is well i tell you what then um i'm glad you're fine and i'm glad you've had a good day um and you did say just before we hit record you had an ice cream today so that's got to be mm-hmm. a good day right if you've Winning. had an ice cream what yeah. kind of ice cream was it it was a uh, vanilla in a waffle cone with strawberry sauce so you know not and bad. A flake. Mm. Nice. i didn't have a flake no this was a ho- homebrew we did not have flakes but um it was pretty homemade good. homemade ice cream no or, no sadly just, just home home built. Home although built. Sinead has made and does make homemade ice cream um but has not yet because um she's bone idle i think is the problem there so just hasn't Jesus. done it <laughs> right okay literally not in the room it's fine (laughs) no i i know but i know who you've got to introduce next Uh, (laughs) i think you might i think with comments like that you might have bitten off more than you can (laughs) chew so why don't you go ahead today and introduce our super special guests we do have two fabulous guests today um fresh (laughs) from crashing her car (laughs) the one and only emma lloyd and equally fresh from getting fired from her job the (laughs) Equally wonderful, Alex Heron, the two fantastic ladies behind the new Grain Splaining podcast coming to your ears very, very soon. Ladies, welcome back to the show, both of you. Woo! Hello. <laughs> you you also have to say hello, Emma. But nodding will not, uh, Alex. Nodding will not get you there. Um. Emma, we spoke to you. You joined us on our um, conversation when we were at the Analog Spotlight. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you were on that show then. Uh, a few drinks in, I think it's safe to say. 
Just a couple. <laughs> just a couple. Just a couple. And Alex, we obviously spoke to you last year, was it? I guess it must have been last year. Mm-hmm. It probably was last year, yeah. Mm. Really? Yeah. Either been... that or pretty early this year. It was it was a while back. Time it was flies. A while back. And Yikes. um and both of you, importantly, both of you uh, clearly highlighted in when we were discussing our um, Fantastic Young People of the Year award, <laughs> because you are two fantastic young people, um, which is wonderful. And you have come together to make this, I think, epoch event that is the Grainsplaining podcast. Um for, for people who have not yet heard it, which is probably everybody <laughs> at the current moment, <laughs> what can people expect? Alex? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's just going to be the most funniest thing you ever listened to. <laughs> that sounds good. I'm sold. Where can yeah. I get it? <laughs> Funny film, feminist, but not too much. But a There's bit. Three Fs. Yeah, and another F. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. so a bit. I a bit of background. I kind of hassled you guys to do this, didn't I? Um, it's taken a while to get us to this point because it's a bit like herding cats. Um, because you're both very busy people. So busy people. Let's have a bit of a catch on what you've been up to. Um, and what people can perhaps look forward to hearing about in these future episodes. Alex, as mentioned, you just come back from New York. Mm-hmm. Were you doing something fun out there? I was with my friend Eve, who will be on the podcast. So it was a holiday with my friend Eve, but I was also doing uh, shoots for my Brett project. Mm-hmm. So I met uh, some really cool people out there. I met a musician um, is a subway busker so we I went busking on the subway with him and Eve and took some pics and tried to sing I'm so good at singing <laughs> and then, uh, and it was just really good and then um, yeah before that me and Emma had met up I went down to London and we did an amazing photo shoot for the podcast yeah focusing on the visuals the really important element <laughs> yes <laughs> Of yeah. the podcasting world. Yeah, over a month before you recorded anything, I think, as well, you'd had the first photo shoot for it. Have you shared many of those pictures yet? You haven't Not... even seen the half of it, Graham. No, oh my just a little taster, but the more epic ones are coming very soon. That's very exciting. Um, other things, Alex, that you've been up to this year, uh, I don't know whether you want to get into this now or we come back to it, but you spent two weeks... With now, I'm I want to say Roger Rankin, but disappointingly, it's not Roger Rankin. But you t- you spent two weeks at, at Rankin's, didn't you? Yeah, I spent two weeks there in London, and then in August, I'm moving down to London to live with my friend Eve, who I went to New York with, uh, because I'm starting a six month internship there, <laughs> which is wow, pretty cool. Because yeah. uh, I literally went there and thought. I'm literally not going to be able to do anything and I'm completely incapable. And actually, I got offered a six-month internship, so it was actually really good. That's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, That's fantastic. That's really, news. really awesome. And Emma, you are busy as always. You came back from... Well, you went to Glastonbury, had a fantastic time mm-hmm. there. Um, unbelievably came back with COVID. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that happened. It's weird, really <laughs> weird. Um, but are busy as ever at Analog Wonderland. How have things been going for you lately? Uh, good. Just keeping the Analog Wonderland ship afloat. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's very busy at the moment. Um, we've got loads of new stuff coming in with the lab. We've got a competition happening soon. We've just changed our loyalty point scheme um but we've got a new person in to deal with customer service so hopefully be, i'll be free from talking to the mostly lovely people from the film community but a few a few people i'd rather not mention <laughs> so what's happening to the wonder pants the wonder points um 
we have sort of rebranded them um so it's now there aren't going to be the same sort of tier systems you're just either in the club or you're not you just have to reach 500 points which isn't much to spend at all and then you are in our reward scheme and can win loads of goodies get exclusive discounts and perks so um we wanted to sort of rejig it so it was less about how much you spend and more about how much you contribute to the community so we felt it was a bit unfair that you had to spend x amount of money to reach the best goodies which obviously not everyone can do so yeah just rejigged it a bit that sounds good that sounds good and to clarify yeah. still no pants no pants involved so 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 what kind of contributions can we make then because i'm sorry i'm playing catch up a little bit here i guess but uh you know what sort of things get rewards so if you leave uh reviews on our website of different films giving tips to other people in the community um or lab reviews just reviews of our services in general um also things like just following us on twitter and like helping grow the film community in that way and following us on Instagram. Um, yeah, and hopefully we'll add a few more things like that as well. Um, we've got a photo competition every month that's normally just for Wonderbox subscribers, but we want to open that up to everyone who's um, a member or subscribed to us. So, yeah, it should be pretty cool to have a photo competition every month with everyone in the community involved. I like that. Yeah, I like mm. I, I like that it's community based and contribution to the community. That's that's because uh, because, uh, of course, us millionaires on Sunny 16, right, who make all of yeah. you know, who sitting here <laughs> on piles of cash as we record mm. our gold microphones. Um, you know, we, we like the community spirit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, exactly. We, well, I mean, you know, it's our way of giving back, isn't it? <laughs> it's, as you said, we're, we're rolling <laughs> around whether, our money. Whether they want it or not. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> giving back, is that the right word? Yeah, forcing ourselves upon just, people. Just giving, just giving. Yeah. So what sort of stuff? Because as you mentioned, you have recorded your first show, um, which I hope, is it fully edited now, Emma? Is it ready to rock? Pretty much. I just want to double check the music and then I'll be happy. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, which you'll come to realise. Yeah. But um, I, like, by like the me. end of, yeah, in a few days, I'm sure it will be ready and ready to go. Oh my goodness, a few days, Emma. I'm going to take that off. The <laughs> I'm just pressure's going to come over on. And slap <laughs> it and take it out of your hands. It doesn't need to be perfect, um, as we have. What did we say? 291 episodes of demonstrated. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what can people, what did you talk about? In your, I mean, obviously don't go into great depth, but give us an idea of what kind of things you talked about in your first episode so that people can, we should probably mention actually, because we haven't mentioned this yet on this show, that this is going to be going out on Sunny 16 Presents um, as soon as, as soon as Emma lets us have it. Um, <laughs> and, and to begin with, at least, is going to be going out on Sunny 16 Presents. At some point in the future, you may go off and take off your own feed and do that. But for the time being, on, on the, uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure, relentlessly uh, predictable release schedule that you guys hit, um, it's going to be on Sunny 16 Presents. So, yeah, give us some insight into what you talked about on the first show. Uh, so it was just sort of an overview episode of our like goals for the podcast and what we want to talk about. Um, talks about where we got the inspiration for the name, uh, dream guests we'd like to have on. Did a little quick fire question round, which wasn't that quick, but was interesting. Um, so yeah, just talks about what we want to achieve with the podcast. So just a little taster of what's to come, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And Alex, just because this needs to be mentioned, what was the one thing that you told us that you talked about on your first episode? Um, my dead grandma, Shiwi. It's like a urination device. Yep. <laughs> so... It's a simulation of a male penis. <laughs> that? that got worse in a way that I wasn't expecting. <laughs> but it's not anything like, you know, rude. It's to actually yeah. urinate more conveniently very relevant to film photography for yeah. these photo walks when you're out all day in the sun uh, I was, I, I, you I, might I'm need glad you clarified that <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking this is some new sort of developing technique that I haven't <laughs> <heard>. <laughs> no it, it it probably would work 
but we didn't test that basically it's you know in our quick fire questions one of the things we would do if we was a boy were a boy would be to we standing up and i've already experienced that because i used my dead grandma shiwi and if i had known emma was going to glastonbury i would have lent it to her if i didn't oh missed opportunity there emma to get your hands on Hopefully a haunted shiwi on my deceased grandma's <laughs> urination device why why is it that whenever you're on this show Alex, we always end up talking about your dead grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, because it's like sort of like a running theme. Like my granddad gave me his camera. My grandma gave me her shiwi. <laughs> 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 and here we are. And here we are. So, I mean, if that doesn't tempt people to tune into the show, I don't know what will. <laughs> I don't know what will. Um, I think it's going to be great. I said you're hoping for what every two weeks that you're aiming. Yeah, for? that's the goal. Slightly yeah. different. It's going to stick to it though because I'm going to live in London and Emma lives in London. Apart from the month yeah. where she's in Vietnam and <laughs> Thailand. Yeah. yeah, apart from I'll be back. Rachel um, yeah. said, "Well, the very first Sunny Sixteen episode was something about two dead grandmas." Yeah. Well, isn't this fake? Where? <laughs> that will be me and Emma one day when we're dead. <laughs> Yeah, I think on on the first Sunday sixteen podcast, Aid, we discussed my um, theory. Uh, I think this has probably been scientifically oh, proven no, by this. But was, my... the, was this a found found grandmas? <laughs> found my my oh. hypothesis that any camera that you buy from a charity shop um, that has a roll of film in it will have a picture of somebody's a grandma. <laughs> no, not of, no, Alex, not of a cadaver. Oh my word! <laughs> but of somebody's grandma who is almost certainly dead by this point. But a pre a pre cadaver. A pre cadaver. I mean, really, aren't we all? <laughs> Just some of us. Some of us are closer than others. <laughs> but it's, it's that's uh, yeah. I'd forgotten about that. But hey, that was wow. I'd forgotten that there'd be a gra- a grandma on every found roll of film. Yeah, that was yeah. Hmm? These are the scientific advances that Sunny 16 has brought us over the years. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our Nobel Prize? That's what I want to know. Uh, I think it's in a post. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it'll be here soon. I'm sure it'll be here soon. Just call them up. That's what I did with Rankin. Yeah. So, that's how you, so, so, so t- t- tell us, I, I'm cu- curious to hear about, a bit more about that. So did you just like super impress them there then that they wanted to give you the internship? Um, I mean... Kind of. I mean, I don't really know. I just, like, I was really scared for the first week. But then I kind of just, like, thought, oh, well, I'll just be myself. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And then, like, they just offered me the internship, which was actually really cool. Because uh, usually when I'm myself, places, like, um, fire me, like what happened today. But <laughs> but uh, at Rankin, they actually offered me a job. Well, kind of job. Well, it's for six-month job. What kind of things were you doing whilst you were there doing that two-week trial? Um, well, I went for work experience. Yeah. Um, so I was just... Um, so there's like a studio team and I was kind of just helping the studio team as a studio assistant. Um, so that was like assisting on shoots and holding lights and um, I got to go on the pack thing, you know, turning up and down one time. Um, and I just kind of like found my place a little bit and which was a bit of a weird feeling um and actually when I stopped trying to be what I thought I was supposed to be there it actually is when things went really well which was quite weird I think the first week because I'm like not cool I was trying so hard to be cool like how I imagined that people that work there would be and like i'm this like edgy cool photography girl and actually that was not good and then when i was just like actually look i'm just gonna try being myself for once and i actually was and then it actually went really well and then um like yeah the hr emailed me and offered me a six-month internship so it was really good. That's cool. Do you know how long it took me in the workplace to learn how to be myself and know what other expected people expected? It took me about 25 years. 
Well, usually it doesn't work. I did that today and I got fired. So, like, usually it doesn't work, but I thought I'm just going to try it. But actually it did work then because I think that kind of just everyone there is pretty cool. So I was just like, I'm going to be myself and see how it works out. And I actually did. Yeah. I don't know how it's going to work out for an extended period of time. <laughs> but it's only one way to find out. It is <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I definitely still struggle with just being too cool at work, but... Fortunately, the other yeah, you are definitely the coolest it. person in your company. I am. I am the coolest person in my company, and my boss frequently says, "Graham, you are almost too cool for this company." <laughs> I say thanks. Graham. Do you cut down trees? No, not intentionally. Um, okay. I cut down smaller <laughs> things. <laughs> trees are a bit like too big for me. Bushes. Exactly. Exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm a small-scale tree surgeon, a bush surgeon, which again doesn't sound great. <laughs> no, I say that. <laughs> Oh, Graham. <laughs> uh, let's know, move. So, so, no, having, so, so I remember I remember being in different places with you, but one time we did, um, one time we trespassed on one of your client's properties <laughs> to do a photo yeah. shoot, uh, yeah. which ended up being, that was the Graham of Thrones um, mm -hmm. photo shoot. <laughs> and um, I remember being really impressed because you actually knew the names of everything. So you don't just cut down small bushes you you actually know a lot of stuff about plants yeah if only that was a more valuable asset in life i had on the subject of work experience i had um logan my oldest here the week before last i think it was now i can't remember time is fleeting um and um yeah he spent a week being a gardener with me and um i think it's safe to say that he didn't leave wanting to be a gardener, which is fine. It's fine. Oh, did you not offer him the six-month internship? <laughs> I did. He told me where to go. <laughs> well, he, your own son didn't want to work for free for six months for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was very diplomatic. I asked him on the way and I was taking him home. I said, yeah, how do you feel about working as a gardener in the future? And he came with the most diplomatic reason for why he felt it probably wasn't for him. Um, but no, it was... Uh, yeah. See, working in the ranking studio, I reckon you could learn a lot. That's like a proper investment in your future, isn't it? Doing six months there. Yeah, it's. I'm really excited. And I actually learned so much when I was there in two weeks. I even learned how to be a barista because I took a barista course on Groupon. Nice. Uh, but anyway, so that'll probably be my career path if this one doesn't work out. Because yeah. I'm actually really good at that. I can imagine that constant stream of social interactions mm. is right up your street. <laughs> yeah, I would be. But my barista shop is a special one where, um, like, you basically don't talk or anything in the shop. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Can I apply for membership of your shop? And I know you'd, I, I can put I can definitely be quiet and grumpy especially before um, i've had my coffee but you don't like order the coffee basically you just come to the till and i make what i want <laughs> okay all that's, right i can do that that's... more or less what my son said about why he didn't want to be a gardener my son said um yeah i mean i wouldn't want to work for other people because I wouldn't want to do what they want to do, me to do. I'd want to do what I want That's to do. That's me. Yeah, That's my son. What me? That is me. <laughs> Bizarrely, my son also autistic. Who knows what a career? Really? That's why I just didn't actually have been self-employed up until now, apart from today when I got fired. Because <laughs> I just don't. Because sometimes people are just objectively wrong. They say do it like this, and it's like, but no, because that's just wrong. It just it's not an opinion. That's one thing I really hate. Like, people say a fact, their opinion is a fact. It's not. It's a just wrong. Apart from you, obviously. No, because I've never been wrong. That is one <laughs> thing about me. That's different. Like, people just say, like, oh, my, that it's my opinion. It's like, but it's not. It's just wrong. <laughs> Emma, is this why you're being really, <laughs> really careful with this edit? Because it seems like I may have inadvertently saddled you with a real monster here. <laughs> Alex can go on these amazing sort of rampages, for want of a better word, and you just don't know which way it's going to go. So I'm always on the edge of my seat. I enjoy it either way. Already. I'm liking but, this podcast um, already. I think it's my new favourite podcast. It's a bit unpredictable sometimes. I think that's a weird thing about autistic people, you know. 
because so many people always say to me you just like say the most randomest things but it's actually not random in my head do you know like like the she we thing right uh you said you wanted to be a man and we standing up and in me there's like an association and it goes through a chronological order in my head and then only one part of that chronological order comes out and people go that's so random but it's actually not mm. you just don't know the rest of the conversation yet and you yeah. may never know no, the rest probably of the conversation <laughs> or at least not until so at some point three days hence from now where it pops into your head again to just bring this thing up because it's just entered your head again and you go oh by the way this <laughs> yeah yeah, it's great fun. Oh, it's it's a it's a roller coaster ride. <laughs> Always is. Oh, no, I get. I think I get it because I get this sometimes in my work because I see patterns in things that other people don't see, like in like business models and stuff. Oh, like, maybe you're autistic. This is my professional life. I'm. I don't think so, but oh. who knows? Um, but the the yeah yeah I can, I I'll jump like five six steps down the conversation and people are going like. Oh, yeah, what are you talking about? It's like, well, you that, but, 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 and there you go. And then, they, and then, oh, right, okay. And you did like, is that, yeah? So I'm, I, I think, I, I think I understand a little. No, bit, it's Alex, the same thing. Yeah. But then, like, your brain's going too fast, so you can't explain the rest of it to other people. It's like I'm more. I'm. I'm Most of them don't deserve it. I find. <laughs> yeah. Emma also, gets it. Yeah. Also, sometimes not only. Uh, are autistic people five six steps further along a conversation it's a it's a different conversation because it's because they've got bored with the one you're having and they've gone <laughs> back to one that they want to have and they're having that and then they come in five or six steps down that conversation that you aren't actually having until now it turns out you are having it as it it's a roller coaster um, i'm i'm a fan um shall we divert because age you mentioned before we started that we haven't yet talked to claire about the fact that Claire has had a rather exciting, uh, I was going to say a rather exciting release this week, but that, again, doesn't sound great. My ability with words is really letting me down this week. Claire, please tell us what came out. It was, uh, must have been just over a week ago now, wasn't it? Yeah, um, I was really lucky um, enough to work with Gwenor, the Welsh um, musician, and uh, she had a new album out. Um, came out on the 1st of July called Trezor, um, it's, uh, which means treasure. It's mostly in the Cornish language. Um, it's really good. I, I, I mean, I've, I've always liked Gwena's music. Um, and so it was a real privilege to be asked to, um, to, do, to work with her. So, um, yes, yeah, so the, 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 um, the, cover art, the cover artwork, the cover photos, uh, or photo, I should say, and, and the one on behind. Yeah, I, I, I took them. So that's really exciting, and um, exciting to see see it out as well, and exciting to have it. I, I've got it on vinyl. It's lovely. <laughs> it's I, I, it's so. so cool. I, the fact that I went out into Oxford when Logan was there. We went to Oxford, went to HMV, and there's there's the record. The picture that you took, you know, in Oxford HMV, just there, ready to buy. It's like, that is, I mean, talk about an artist getting her work out there. Your work's out there in thousands of galleries now. They're just all record shops. That's so oh. cool. And it's a beautiful oh. picture as well. Have you shared it on your Instagram and stuff so people can go and actually see yes, it? Yes, I, I put quite a bit of the um, artwork that I did, the photos on my Instagram so you can see them. And um, I did... Uh, some cinematography for Gwyneth as well and some of the footages and some of the music videos as well so did you did you buy a copy Graham? I haven't done yet but it's on my to-do list as soon as I get into my yeah. local record store to buy it because I, I didn't want to I want I want to buy it. I've got we're very lucky in Whitney we've got a little local record store so I'd like to support them where possible mm. um and it's but, a really great album I, I really like it yeah that's so cool Claire what was the picture taken on because it's a beautiful picture like I said the colors in it are lovely do you know? I was thinking. I got it might be Polaroid mm -hmm. because I did. I did um, the, the pictures I did with it were all Polaroid or thirty-five mil uh, pictures. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so we did quite a lot, and so we did we did some pictures um, in Cornwall, and we did some on the island here. So yeah, so both formats we used. But if you have a look at um, if you you know. If you if you listen to Gwena's music, it's really I I love her music, um, and um, she's always made Gwena's always made really interesting videos as well, 
Um, so if you go on her YouTube channel, you can see um, not just the the work that I've been involved with, with excuse me, but her previous work as well. Mm -hmm. So it's always really interesting. Um, she's got good. I think she's got really interesting vision. So. I'm I'm quite keen to hear about the process of of how you went about doing this, right? Because what I think of when I think of your process is is you, you're you're very much your concept and planning up front. So no, yeah. none, of, none of your stuff happens by accident, right? You could, you you know, you have you have uh, a, a scene, a scenery, or a set. You know, you have props, you have costumes, you have lights, you have all, and all of that is wrapped in a concept. Yeah, that you've thought through. That's that's my best understanding of how mm. you approach your art. So mm. how do you, and but a lot of your art is self portraiture. How do you? So, so two things that sound like it might be different to me. One is that you've got a brief to shoot to that maybe have given you from somebody else, so rather than mm -hmm. it be your own concept. And the other thing is, of course, is that you're not the subject. So, what yeah, you know, what was the process you went through? How did you how did you approach it? I think when I well, if I'm not shooting myself, I, I suppose I work differently. Quite often, if I'm with someone, I'm taking a picture. Um, I, I might I don't know work with them, or I'll think in advance, but. Um, but I think someone like Gwen, or you know, who's she's she's a she's a full rounded artist. She's got her quite a strong her own vision um, and her own kind of um, ideas. So um, she provided, you know, the the creative direction, if you like, and um, and and it's nice to work. It was nice to work with her because she has got such a strong kind of vision. So I was just trying to realize it <laughs> so so it was her okay so was it her vision then the, the yeah the yeah okay i mean the um the, the the place where we shot the the album work yeah um i'd never been there you know it was very much we were there she wanted to go there and it was yeah her kind of vision Oh, interesting. So, so it's a different different process altogether then from from yeah, what you normally yeah, go through. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Um, Rach, you've got stuff going on, haven't you? I uh, yes, I'm here. <laughs> Can you talk about what you've got going on, Rach? Are we all right yes. with that? Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely, no problem. Um, uh, I was just saying in the chat, we are super proud of you, Claire. Well done, and it was lovely to see all the um all the stuff um with the uh, with the vinyl in the shops mm. and seeing seeing the covers oh, thank you really cool um yeah so um i have been have been busy partly why uh, i think i've come down with whatever this is um yeah i've um, been delivering some workshops um so i had a lovely lady called lucy she came up from um from brighton um with two of her dad's cameras um she said i haven't shot any film for the last 16 years um and i'd really like to get back into it so um i wanted to do a workshop um i was nervous about doing a workshop um they all seemed to be run by scary looking men <laughs> um and then she found uh and then she found obviously mine so she made the the trip from brighton up to up to liverpool to see me which was just brilliant and we had a lovely time uh, going out on a uh, photo walk so I did a um, a shoot process and print day with her so it would give her a little taster of all the aspects so that she could go away and start to use the um, the rolly rollies uh, with confidence really so that was really nice to see how she um, embraced uh, analog photography again and I know she's really excited about um, getting shooting um more um with with her dad's old cameras which is lovely um so yeah busy with that um i did a um a science fair um relatively local to me about 40 minutes away um and uh that was really cool getting to um to see some of the local kids and mm -hmm. teach them a little bit about um you know the the uh, the joys of um cyanotype and pinhole viewer building and things like that um <laughs> excuse me so that was um between, well i went to set up for that um and then the actual fair was on like four till six and then i had to get in the car back in the car pack down uh, get in the car get to rochdale and then um met up with hillary who came to do a second shoot for me on a wedding in sheffield um which was literally like that following morning so uh went and shot the shot the wedding 
um, and then um, came back from uh, from there. And this week, and I'm currently in the midst of prepping for a workshop tomorrow, uh, which is going to be at a residential school um, uh, teaching um, alternative processing. And uh, then on Thursday, I'm going to be um, working with the students from the studio school again. So they came and did a workshop with me on film processing. Um, they went out and shot some rolls of film um, for the uh, LGBTQI. Um, a plus um, exhibition that I'm going to be hosting uh, in Liverpool. Um, Emma um, very kindly put out a post on Analog Wonderland uh, for us um, for for me earlier today. Um, the idea is that uh, it's Liverpool Pride Month this month, and the march is actually happening at the end of the month. So um, the Baltic Creative area where I am based now with my pop-up darkroom in Northern Lights um, wanted to um, you know put out basically a, a call for ideas um, for anything linking to uh, Liverpool and, and uh, Pride Month and I thought wouldn't it be great if we could offer an opportunity for analog photographers who you know either identify as or as the subject of the um, the photos themselves um, to be included in an exhibition and be a bit more visible. Um, so I said, well, how about if I um, open up my pop-up darkroom for a day? So we're going to start the exhibition with that. So on the 23rd of July, I'm going to be um, running a day's open uh, darkroom at The Shed in Liverpool. Um, and basically, if you come along with your negatives, something that's got a link to uh, love, Liverpool and pride, um, I will make a black and white darkroom print and that can immediately go into the exhibition. So I've been working with the school who are literally not kind of next door, also within the Baltic Triangle uh, and with some of their students um, who also identify within the community. And um, they went out and shot uh, some rolls of film, came and did a film processing workshop with me. So they've now got um, their five, six rolls of film, um, which we're going to be printing from on Thursday. So looking forward to that. That, that was the first time that they'd seen um, negatives being produced from uh, from film cameras, so that was really lovely. Um, and then, yeah, so we we're going to see the whole process all the way through, uh, where they come back on Thursday and and print up from those. Um, then on Friday, I'm over to Wales, um, and I'm going to be running a um, pinhole camera um, uh, photography workshop in the ruins of a castle uh, in North Wales. Um, so that should be fun. Uh, taking my um, uh, my Ilford pop-up dark room along there to do that, um, and then and then next week, uh, hopefully, we'll be seeing Jeff um, on the Tuesday. So um, Jeff from I Dream of Cameras, uh, Jeff uh, Greenstein, who we we know is coming over, or is actually already, I think, over in the UK. So looking forward to meeting up with him on the Tuesday, um, and then I might have. Uh, little bit of a breath <laughs> to stop <laughs> that's the plan oh no i've been wondering for the last 10 minutes when you take a breath actually that's, that's got, a yeah. pretty hectic schedule you've got yeah there. i realize i've got another dark room workshop that i've got to do actually that weekend oh well anyway that's that's kind of what i've been up to sort of some of it and uh what i've got kind of coming up so uh yeah, apologies for the croaky voice. Um, I'm gonna go and drink a bit more of my tea. Thank you for for checking in there. It's lovely to uh, to actually uh, get to catch up a little bit on what I've been up to. That's awesome, Rach. It is. That's a lot of that's a lot of stuff. Um, it makes my life seem pretty empty. <laughs> you say that, Aid, but I've seen post the conversation you and Claire had last week, and obviously post you getting your zine out mm. there, I've seen some uh, people feeding back online, seeing stuff on Twitter popping up about your zine, people very much responding to it, despite the fact that you claimed that you have um, nary a thought in your head, nor a feeling in your heart. People uh, <laughs> are finding things in your zine that they is meaningful to them, and it seems to be really collecting people. Uh, so that's interesting. So I have had some really pe people come um, back to me personally and and tell me, uh, give me some feedback because the the it's a call in the back of the zine for for exactly that. Um, but because I don't really do social media, I haven't seen the conversations on on social media. So that's that's an interesting one. Oh, I'll have I'll have to have a dive into Twitter and uh, see what's going on. That sounds really interesting. Um, people have been really kind, actually, and it's really good. It's it's really good to get that contact and get those conversations going with people. So, 
um that's a, a really interesting uh really interesting part of the process which kind of what was the, was the objective anyway was to start some new conversations so i was quite happy to to have that happen um yeah it's just i'm i'm enjoying being a, a, a the publisher of a zine mm. it's it's just yeah it's a new thing right so i've never done it before so that's good and then i've got i've got a, a side project from it already actually um which is that um i was asked for a digital copy and i was quite reluctant to share just a pdf of the printed zine because the whole point about it like even though the size and shape of the page the way the spreads are done all of it is designed to be printed right? that's that's what that collection of images displayed in that layout is supposed to be so i think i'm going to start us another version of it which for yeah specifically for digital distribution which mm -hmm. which will be different from the one that's print but uh, beyond that I have no idea what it looks like uh, yet. I haven't started actually doing it yet. So I'm not quite sure where I'm going to go with that. Um, so if anybody's got any ideas on how to do a zine for digital distribution that actually, yeah, digital first rather than a print version of it, which I've already done, that'd be interesting. There you go. Get hold of aid. Um, how can people get hold of aid? <laughs> it's not through social <laughs> media. Email, is that the best? What's the best way for people to actually get hold of you, aid? um if you write me a letter <laughs> i will send you a tin can with a piece of string attached to it <laughs> great good, good. no uh, so so yes twitter eight nine six eight on twitter um which i do look at occasionally but will always respond to dms on um but also of course the sunny 16 discord let's not forget about the sunny 16 discord where there is a load of really good conversation going on all the time uh so uh that's um you know pinging me uh dming me on on discord is always a good one uh or just putting it in like the podcast chat channel on our discord and things like that i know graham that's the one thing that the one of the few things that uh, that you have i think less interaction with isn't it the discord I mean, wow, that's really saying something because if anybody could actually see my interaction levels on Twitter or Instagram, um, the fact that there can be a lower level of interaction is quite impressive. I mean, I think Facebook, I'm actually in negative interaction. Uh, Discord, I don't actively hate, so I guess I'm just in net zero. But yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, look, it's it's been real. See, I don't understand you. You don't like Discord, right? Because Discord is just like what we used to in the old days used to call internet forums or bulletin boards before that, right? It's, it's a place um, to come and chat. It's just laziness, I think. Mostly, it's just laziness. Um, I just Discord gonna... is the worst. Discord, like Discord. It's the worst. Yeah, have Why? you tried the Sunny Sixteen Discord? It's like Incel HQ. <laughs> that and 4chan. Is that? Are you going on Incel centric Discord chat rooms though, Alex? Every Discord chat room except the Sunny Sixteen one. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. HQ. I see that look, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> there are no. I assure you, this is the Sunny Sixteen promise. There are no incels on the Sunny Sixteen Discord. Um, it's a lovely place. Um, Do you have like a vetting before? Yeah, the the vetting process is only cool people listen to Sunny Sixteen podcast. The end, and 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 that nobody, and we never promote it, so nobody knows it's there. Yeah, yeah also that. <laughs> no, it's it's actually that's it's good. Um, it's not something we have a problem of actually with on uh, Sunny Sixteen. Um, uh, unless it, unless there are a load of moderators that I don't know who were who were working it all through, but yeah, um, no. I don't think so. No, there it's isn't. Just... But there is quite there is a, there is an increasing amount of conversation on. Sunny on the Sunny Sixteen Discord, there's been yeah. so it is, it is yeah. worth checking in. We haven't had to ban any jerks yet, but rest assured, it wouldn't take much to get banned. I think if somebody was a jerk, it would be pretty much an insta ban straight away because, yeah, that's not what we're into. Well, it's nice. It's there are plenty of places where conversations can go sideways quickly, and um, it's nice to have somewhere that that isn't the case. And uh, maybe. Uh, the um the months of i mean discord's been going for years at this point i'm not gonna try and blame it on the last two months but my social interactions always drop off at this time of year because i'm just so busy at work but um maybe one day i will look at discord he lied glibly to everyone's faces um i'm just gonna mention quick because rachel's put in the chat here um should i just read this out rach what you put in the chat 
Okay, Rachel said, if anybody's interested in taking part in the Love Liverpool Pride Analog Photography Exhibition, then just message Rachel. You can get hold of her on um, Instagram or Twitter at Little Vintage Photography or uh, email her at um, uh, an address that she'll put. <laughs> uh, yeah, Vintage Photograph. Anyway, we'll put all the links in there. Um, and you can either, as she mentioned, bring along your own negative on the 23rd of July, which she'll print in the darkroom, or send her some digital scans as soon as possible, which she will hopefully then get to create as printed boards. Uh, there's an Eventbrite link, which we'll put in the show notes. And yeah, just go to Rachel's website, which is littlevintagephotography.co.uk for all of this information. Right, Rach? Yeah, she's nodding. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So um, that sounds really cool. Um, I, I, I think that's going to be a really fantastic thing. And so if you want your pictures to be part of that, get on to Rachel straight away with that. Um, on the subject of stuff going on, Emma, you organise quite a lot of stuff, photo walks and stuff like that. Um, have you got anything coming up with that imminently? Not imminently because I'm going away for a bit. Of but course. I do have plans i'd like to do like a studio photography session mm-hmm. soon um she hearts film one with analog wonderland just because i think studio photography is something not a lot of people have access to and um it's a completely different skill like, i'd love someone to teach us about mm-hmm. lighting and all that sort of thing but um had a lot of messages recently as well just for photo walks in different places i'm hoping we can do one in Nottingham um some people would like to do Bristol and Brighton um and then I also spoke to to Nietzsche and Nikki from Grain Girls about doing like a a weekend walk in the Lake District because I think that would be really cool I think um photo walks are typically like street photography so it would be interesting to do one in the countryside I think that would push people out of their comfort zones a lot as well so lots of ideas yeah <laughs> i think the idea of doing stuff that brings people together but isn't photo walk stuff like doing a studio session and stuff like that, i think that is a great idea because that's the role mm. that photography clubs have traditionally been like i know that um simon forster from um the classic lenses podcast you know he frequently talks about the six towns darkroom club that he's a member of and i know that there they'd have studio nights and like a lot of that goes mm. on but those kind of photography groups are the kind that i know i never feel much like i want to go to they're very digital heavy for one thing they're very male heavy for another thing and and they're yeah. very heavy male for a third thing um you know and it's just i know there's one in my local town but i've never wanted to go to it which is why i always went to the little tiny little one in the local village where we were all just mm. crap at taking pictures and it suited me much better um but so i think that would be awesome to see more of that kind of thing happening um, yeah there's definitely a demand for it and in london especially i'm seeing like loads more independent studios popping up all the time and quite a few girls who've been on my she hearts film walks just rent them out for the weekend if you've got a group of like 10 or so of you by the time you split the cost it's actually not too expensive so yeah definitely like to try it get alex to come mm. with me now that she's basically ceo of ranking she'll she'll know how to do all the studio stuff perfectly so that will... yeah i charge quite a high day right now i don't know if Emma could could <laughs> <4G. laughs> did you um alex i'm interested after i know it was only a couple of weeks but you said you've been doing some more shoots for breath since then mm-hmm did that time with it has that affected how you're shooting how are you approaching those shoots at all mm, i don't know because breadth isn't really about the photography which is such a weird thing to say but it's not really about the pictures like and and i think that's why i want to start doing a few like more creative projects alongside breadth that are just for no reason um because i think what well, I'm trying to get a book feel properly with for breath. Um uh and there's a lot of pressure at the moment. So it'd be nice to do something that was actually just purely creative. But with breath, um I think the main thing with that is that it's meant to be and the reason I shoot film is it's just showing that person as they truly are and as they really are, honestly, and 
unchanged which is quite rare for autistic people because we're always like I said with Rankin when I first went there we're always trying to be what we think the other person wants us to be and with breadth I think it's more of a social skill than a photography skill and it's something that I've built up over a long time of building up connections in a lot of the speaking I do in autism I've like met a lot a lot of autistic people now and I'm more unashamedly me and that's the thing that I think's helped the breadth project is that I'm brave enough now to be truly who I am when I meet people and I think that encourages the other person to be who they really are and that's why I as well I shoot films you can't see the pictures so they're not saying mm. can I see the pictures and look mm. at how they look they're just them and the pictures don't really exist because they're inside the camera yeah that makes sense well I I always love seeing the new post come up for breath and I really hope that book deal comes through soon I mean it has yeah. to come out for some way what some way shape or form that has to happen yeah it's like that like I I've I'm in talks, but I've not got anything signed. But if that doesn't like, if it falls through, I'm just gonna have to crowdfund. Yeah. So, I don't think I don't think that will be a difficult thing for you to do. Um, incidentally, on the subject of crowdfunded books, very excited because the photography through the pandemic book is coming very soon, um, which will be fantastic. I think I had saw from the Kickstarter messages from Hamish that that is just nearing an end point now. So, um, yeah be really excited to see that book um and was obviously with john's work in there as well which is to be honest yeah. why it's been <laughs> poor hamish he's he had he'd with holly they'd organized the kickstarter which really was well organized and was all going to go really well and then because um they added in john's work and stuff like that at the last minute and all of that stuff it threw everything <laughs> to be late again um keeping up his track record with being late delivering kickstarters but not much too late this time it's, it's been pretty so yeah, looking forward to that. Nodding of head again. <laughs> Good stuff. I think so it works well on audio. I find nodding head is it? Is it yeah, there's some, something about the way you're 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 like not not the way you're speaking, just the way the the the, the cast the the cadence of your voice and the yeah. fact that I it I, I like... really quite it is says so like <laughs> we're all listening we've all fallen into that trap of we're listening to the podcast instead of recording the podcast it's like <laughs> you're, you're singing us to sleep there graham <laughs> boring us to death there graham um no, rachel no, just no, made no. it actually that rachel just tagged something in there which i think is also worth just giving a shout out now because although it's pretty early um you mentioned i can't remember this is this was before we started recording alex but the photography show is coming up and it's going to come around pretty quickly it's mm, just over two months away now i think mm -hmm. it's the 19th and other days around the 19th of september um and yeah you're going to be there aren't you alex yeah i'm speaking on the 18th I'm speaking on the analog spotlight again, and I'm also speaking on the feature stage. Ooh. And then I got promoted. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> got promoted. I love the way they made it very clear that anybody who isn't speaking on the feature stage, not promoted. Less than. Yeah. It's bigger than the, um, that one. O2 you know, Arena. The one, like Ma Madison Square Garden. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like the biggest stage ever. It's only for like, really big deals yeah fair fair i can see but you I have have copies of your book on site that i can buy signed copies of your book by then uh well when uh it has been paid for by everybody <laughs> not just you guys the whole analog community yes alex but, will have signed copies of a book for you there but it might uh, be naughty ghost book. fishing <laughs> Yeah. Oh, of your zine, I could sign one of those. <laughs> yeah, I could bring I could bring the remainder's box of zines. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what day are you doing your 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 big stage? Then, I don't think it's stage? that big. <laughs> I think it's just like a just medium. Uh, I hope so because it will look good in pictures for me to post on Instagram. But it's on the eighteenth, I think, or is it the seventeenth? I believe it's. I'll find that out. <laughs> Probably a good plan. Yeah. Emma, you're going to be there, I would imagine, with Analog Wonderland. Yeah, uh, should be. With none of, I think Paul was the only one who went last year because it was still a yeah. bit COVID-y. It was still a bit of a 
in between year for some people so looking forward to this year I hope we get a good turnout and that more people can come yeah, because last year Analog Wonderland just had a pod there, just a small pod. I don't think Paul was even selling anything last year, which I think was killing yeah. him on the inside. Um, yeah, I'm, he's I'm a salesman at heart. <laughs> and, and every other organ in his body. Um, are you going to have quite a big stand there this year? I think we're talking with Lomig and Adam from Double mm-hmm. about maybe going with those guys. Um yeah, so fairly big stand. I'm excited to meet Lomig. I've never met him before. Lomig, from, kept, he's from Washi Film, from, right? From Washi Film, but I just think he's like a mad scientist, genius film person. Like his stories about what he creates in his little shed at home and how he makes all his films are so cool. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that the most at the moment. It's I'm looking be... forward to their, their photography show. I always yeah. like it. Yeah, there's a, it's a good, uh, it's always a good one to, to catch up with loads of people. It's kind of like a, a standard in my year these days, <laughs> apart from apart from the COVID years. But apart, um, it's always nice to catch up with people and see how everybody's mm. getting on, and you know, you know, participate in the bun fight at the disabled camera store and stuff like that. You, know, you never participate in that bun fight. You just look and, like me, look and judge the people who are participating in the bun fight. I know. I'm nowhere near as judgmental as you. That's true. That's, that's, you that's, are. That's, well, on the inside, maybe. But, yeah, <laughs> I have filters. Yeah. I actually thought that that was the best thing. The photography show when I went um, was probably one of my best memories, you know. It actually was like because it was the first time I had ever ever spoke anywhere like I when I was at school I wouldn't even answer my name in the register like and I wouldn't even go to lessons I'd actually I actually got kicked out because I wouldn't go to lessons because I was too scared that I'd have to answer my name in the register and to actually speak and I'd also kept autism a secret so long so to actually speak about photography and autism there and I remember like I thought no one's gonna like no one cares about me like who's gonna come to this talk and like the whole benches were just filled with people from the analog community that didn't even know me like Paul had just said to them like come and see this and like it was just full of the analog community and it was the first time in my life like I ever felt like people ever want to listen to what I've got to say so it's like literally my best memory ever yeah mm. it was awesome and Rachel was just saying that hopefully it's, it's bizarre that Rachel's still here but I'm Rachel's voice <laughs> hopefully she might be doing a talk on analog wedding photography um, which would be a great thing for Rachel to do a talk on because um, as somebody who I actually got to shoot recently I got to second shoot a wedding with Rach I I mean I gnawed it up completely but luckily Rachel's very very good at her job so more than compensated for that um, but in most of Rachel's weddings almost all of them it's just that combination of shooting digital and shooting film and um, I think that'd be a great film because it is it is a different challenge shooting film in a wedding situation mm. and there's so many things that you have to think about that you especially when you're shooting a really modern um, digital camera, you don't have to think about, well, maybe I should have thought about more, it turns out, on the day. But um, but if you're smarter than me, you don't have to think about. Um, so I really hope that would happen. But anyway, yeah, photography shows coming up. Make a note in your diary. Claire, you didn't make a note in your diary and you're going to be away somewhere I'm else, on, aren't you? I'm on a, yeah, I'm on a, I'm in Spain. I'm on oh, a residency. And it's just a shame. It's um that week, you know, I'm there that weekend. I'm there for a full week, which means two weekends and one of them's that one, unfortunately, because I really enjoyed it last year. We um, really enjoyed yeah. you there last year, Claire. You were fantastic. <laughs> you were amazing last year. So our coverage this year will, you know, it will lack that Claire flair, but we'll have to cope. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll drag the rest of you guys when we have Rach there and we'll drag you two in as well and, we'll, you know, combined... Mm-hmm. It they will make... do a live podcast or something. We always did threaten to do a live yeah. podcast, didn't we, at the uh, at the photography show? Yeah. We did. <laughs> and then Maybe wider heads prevailed. And did... <laughs> Sorry, Claire? If you do a live pod, if you do a podcast, maybe I can uh, join you from Spain. <laughs> live I... by satellite, like at the Oscars. Live yeah. by satellite link. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the best thing that happened, because we, yeah, as you said, we, we were going to do a live podcast and... Um, 
I'm not going to say that I orchestrated COVID to stop that from happening because because it wasn't. I wouldn't put it past you. Know. <laughs> but I think it might have been a blessed relief for everybody that we were stymied in our efforts with that. But anyway, that's coming up. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, it's it's always a fun time. Um, and I think it'd be good this year. It should be good. Yeah, the first analog spotlight event last year was a real success and it's going to be bigger and better this year. Definitely. And I think that about does it. I'm wondering, uh, guys, this is one of things, more so for, uh, well, this is for everybody. Um, as we in the UK look ahead to next week at the moment, the forecast is hat, hat, hat. Um, mm. And personally speaking, if it's going to be 40 degrees, the chances of me wanting to sit in this small sweat box next week are low, very, very low. So I'm wondering, I'm going to put this thought out there, and I think everybody should be thinking about this, including you ladies, um, everyone. We, I can't remember what month this was for, but the most recent of our monthly topics that we talked about doing was song lyrics to inspire um, taking some pictures. So how about next week... Instead of one of our regularly scheduled broadcasts, we individually do something uh, to shoot on a theme for song lyrics that we okay. can just, and then we can throw that together and see what we get at the end. How does that sound to you guys? Rather than, because then we can do it on a day or in an evening or when it's cool or in the morning. Um, uh, it might be better than trying to sit here just dying on a. Wait. Well, you picked a good week for me because I'm on holiday next week anyway. So. Oh, nice. So, you're, so you're, be... <laughs> your song lyric can be We're All Going On a Summer Holiday. Oh, yes. Big a classic, Cliff a classic movie. I think, that, I think that's one of Claire's favourite movies, actually, Summer Holiday. <laughs> I think it's de definitely, this, definitely... Can you imagine a Cliff Richard noir movie? Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Cliff Richard ever made any noir movies? <laughs> no, I don't think he did. And I just love the. You the... should do. It's not too late, Sir Cliff. It's not too late. You can change. <laughs> I'm loving the blank look on Alex Nemo's face. Cliff, who? <laughs> what? What now? Uh, I was actually laughing about a conversation I was having inside my head <laughs> about a song lyric. <laughs> okay, so Alex, what song lyric would you make photos based around? Like, what popped into your head? This is what I was laughing at. I was thinking, knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. I'll take a picture of an old person. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's very on-brand. Very on-brand. The brand is the thing that's concerning me. Emma, what about you? What popped into your head? I was thinking I'll be on a plane as well. So, so leaving on an mm. aeroplane? Yeah, leaving Again. on a jet plane is good. Good old song. Yeah, uh, what else and another less ancient references. Mm. <laughs> Learning to fly by the Foo Fighters. That's slightly less. That's slightly uh, less ancient. Mm. It's probably only twenty years old. That song. Yeah, exactly. No, mm. I think it's probably even older than that. So that's upsetting. So if you guys are up for that, should we do that next week? Claire, are you on board for that? Okay. Yeah. Rach, I'm if you get time, maybe you could... <laughs> All right, maybe not Rach. Maybe that's asking a bit much, but we'll try and throw something together. I know that we've already had um, at least one email in from a listener who's done some pictures for it. So if you haven't done that yet um, and you want to take part in that show, well, let's do something we've done before. Um, let's, If you fancy taking some pictures on this theme and recording a little bit yourself on your phone, whatever, send it in. I know that probably an awful lot of places where people are listening, it's going to be hot, but... You know, do do the thong song, do something like that, and just go out there and you live your best life, um, uh, and take some pictures. Um, send send us some audio, send us some pictures, and we'll try and throw something together next week. <laughs> For the avoidance of doubt, don't go around taking photographs of other people wearing their thongs. That's possibly a little bit invasive into their personal space. I mean, listen, I think if somebody's wearing a thong, they probably want you to take pictures of them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say something then, Alex, and instead you just turned on your mic and yawned. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was going to, and I thought, this wow, is you, something you... me and Emma will discuss on Grain's painting. Okay. <laughs> do, do, because I think Graham needs some corrective action, some kind of intervention, mm, I think. There's been a few red flags. 
Uh, well, uh, <laughs> well, if you disagree with that, then just wait for the upcoming podcast I'll be bringing out on the Sunday 16 Presents feed called Graham Explaining. Where I'm... <laughs> 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 which, <laughs> which no one will want to listen to. That was actually impressive. I'm actually a bit impressed. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks. very witty. That Is that really not good. what we've been doing for the last six years, Graham? <laughs> yeah, something like that. To clarify, I think the problem is that whenever I think of songs, I, I and I realise now where you guys were coming. When I was thinking of songs, I was thinking of dodgy blokes in like speedos at the beach. That's where my mind went, which again probably says more about me than women wearing songs. But there you go. You know. Just do what you want to do, no, guys. No, I don't know. No, I, honestly, for the record, I don't know. No, no. I, I realised that that probably wasn't what Cisco was singing about in the song song. He wasn't probably thinking about blokes in super tight speedos. But I don't know. I'm not him. Should we go now? What, before it's too late? I no, think about we, I, five I, minutes I think, after it's too late. I think it probably is already too late. Yes. Um, uh, so, so is it is it that time in the show where we say the only thing that can save us now is Rachel's band Rocker? Yeah, or an <laughs> asteroid strike before this show goes out. Yeah, let's let's. Um, well, um, uh, being that it's possibly more likely, higher probability of success to organise Rachel's music to sh- close the show rather than an impromptu meteor strike. I'm going to go with that this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the album promises I should have kept at all good places on the internet because, as we all know, that is one of the things that defines a good place on the internet, alongside the Grain Splaining podcast, of course. Um, it's been an honour and a privilege as always and uh, I look forward to hearing Grainsplaining and we'll see you next week or the week after even as we've just discussed. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Thank you.